getting into. I'm in the car, and I don't want to forget this. If you hear her asking me about my food, it just is what it is, right? So I, I um, there is a song I want to play for you. I think it's called, like, See Ya, Get It. I, I probably will put it towards the end of the soundtrack, or I'll probably play it towards the beginning. Um, I'll just go back and play it at the beginning. But um, as I was driving here, and y'all know I've just been under a huge, like, lots of downloads and trying to get everything out, which is really nice. Um, and I respect it because sometimes it's kind of like I feel like I have a lot, and then sometimes there's moments of silence. So as I was driving here, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I know that we've been saying, like, men have been saying, like, oh, well, women need to teach us how to be uh, masculine and how to be – they're not raising us to be men. But here's the thing. I really do think that men are on their way out because Age of Capricorn is Queen Bee energy. (laughs) So this is, like, the last final phases. But, I mean, this is, like, over thousands of years. Like, we're looking at 1,500 years of still maybe having, you know, men in their stages of being in power. But here's the thing. Like, even when I was in my last podcast and I was saying, like, Y'all stay asking women to, to, to you know, about me, about raising you to be males or whatever and power. And I was like, we're about to show you, but what if your mom really was showing you? And when you listen to the last podcast that was the Oracle, they've been being showing you, right? You are kind. You are smart. You intelligent. You are nice. That is what we really want. That is the leadership that we need. And a lot of you want to be taught to be leaders in the sense of masculinity in terms of subjugating other people, oppressing other people, trampling on other people, right? Hello. Hello. Oh, yeah. So, there you go. Thank you. Uh-huh. Um, what if they have really been showing you that all all that time, right? Thank you. And they haven't, you know, like even when uh, Will I Am talks about how his mom raised him, and it's because of her that he's a feminist, right? So he says, according to him, Any yes, does it? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, he's like, well, that's how I, you know, I'm still attracted to women, but I'm effeminate, and some of the backlash that he receives with that, right? And so what if that's a possibility, but he still be, because tapping into his um, feminine side is where he has all of that creative expression, right? And according to him, according to him, uh, he wishes he was more masculine, but then what would that look like? I mean, it's because he tapped into his feminine side that he became a leader in art expression his creativity, right? And I think that the unfortunate thing is, is it's so much more than just, you know, breaking your wrist and or crossing your leg or being having a soft tone, you know. It's a creative expression. It's being kind. It is being caring about other people. It is about working in community, right? And I think that when these guys are telling us, like, oh, we wish you that you would teach us how to be masculine, they're teaching you how to be in a position of power, especially moving forward into age of Aquarius. Like if you're going to want to be in any type of position and make it, you're going to have to learn how to work from your heart space, to work from courage, to, to uh, facilitate the promotion of 
harmony, peace, right? Harmony, peace, and, and joy. So your moms have been saying, showing you that. But you all want to be, be taught how to be aggressive, how to toe-tag other people. Like, you want to be taught how to be a Christopher Columbus and rape, pillage, and destroy. And, you know, even when you talk about, like, I think a lot of men, when they say that they want to go into being a pastor, it's because... All right, gracias. You too. So, um, <laughs> she's funny. Sometimes she'll alternate back but um, I her sister is actually um, nicer. But anyways, um, what was I gonna say? Like even when when men think about going to become pastors, it's not because they're trying to do for the greater good of the community and you know, um, and, and the spirituality. Because remember when we were when we pulled the oracle card for mother for Queen Mother Nanny, she was a spiritual leader. Right, but even when men uh, right now think about being a spiritual leader, it's about the power that that comes with it. That everybody holds them in respect. You ain't gotta do anything or change the community, but people still you're still in a position of power and you collect their coins. And to you, it's about how can we subjugate the women? How can we put men in power over their their households? How can I dominate in these positions and tell people what to do and tell the deacons what to do and tell the elders what to do and tell the deaconesses what to do and tell the ushers what to do and to, to tell the congregation to follow me? And I'm so much so that some of these men will tell you, like, I, you know, some men, their, their criticism of um, why they don't like to go to church with their wives is because the wife is going to take what the pastor says over the man in the house, right, which I think is, is kind of fascinating it's kind of interesting I, I think if i were a dude too i probably wouldn't want my woman listening to some other dude you know and i gotta pay him money too nah no no we're good so the, the transition between you know perfect example with that oracle card queen mother nanny her being a spiritual leader but it's you know you, and so it's one of those things, like, it really does take me back to, like, the Bible times when Jesus is giving the people what they asked for but not what they wanted. You know, like, the time when he, you, and, and, I tell you, I tell you all, y'all didn't even listen to Jesus, so I don't know how you're going to do with uh, with women telling you this type of stuff either. But remember, the rich young ruler came to Jesus, and he said, how do I become great in the kingdom? And Jesus told them, if you want to be, a, if you want to be great in the kingdom to come, you've got to be, um, you've got to sell your riches and go serve the poor. And the rich and ruler was like, Nah, fam, I want money, I want power, I want to be a rule, like an even greater ruler than I am now. So even Jesus, as a masculine, was telling you that the wave of the future, and remember. <clears throat> In the article, it said, the planets are our maps. They are telling us our destiny, right? And you've been having all these different archetypes along the way to tell you, you know, coming in female form, masculine form, Jesus form, right? Mano a mano. It's kind of like trying to tell you the the way forward, the way that we're going is to queen the energy. You're, that energy of trying to be a ruler to dominate and about it being wealth and possessions is not the way. I think that there is a beautiful relationship we can have with our wealth, 
but I think that it's kind of tainted and it's abused and it's a little bit lower frequency, you know, and it's at, it's about hoarding it as opposed to as from a place of abundance um, where it, it's shared, you know. And But again, I think even as I'm saying this too, it's so interesting because I think that there's a misconception that because I think that there is a lower vibrational aspect too, and I'm saying this as myself, seeing myself becoming a wealthier person. It's one thing for me to want to help people, but what you're not going to do is me busting my ass and putting in 10,000 hours of mastery, you know, for you to just wait around for those 10,000 hours and not contribute back to society. You know, like you have to you have to contribute too. So that's where the worker bee element comes in. It's not about, you know, other people just giving you money out of their abundance and of their labor and their hard work. You've got to have your hands on deck too. And all of us will thrive if we all have our hands on deck. And, yeah, you're going to have the queen bee, but at the same time, everybody has access to the honey. Everybody has a position. Everybody has a role. It's not for a few rich people, and this is why I have a hard time when people say, like, oh, well, Oprah has billions. Why isn't she sharing it with everybody? Um, Beyonce has millions. Why isn't she sharing it with everybody? And even when they do share, it's never enough, and we're always thirsty and pocket, uh, we've got pocket watching them, you know, um, and that type of thing. But at the same time, that, that you know, you kind of expecting to live off of somebody else's pockets is not the way either. I really am a strong believer in that. I know, like I said, if I'm given the life and breath and life, of, you know, uh, life affords me the opportunity, I'm going to become a multimillionaire, you know, because it's the discipline and, and committedness I have to it. And it, it's, it's part of the other end of when you put in the work, it's going to show up. It's inevitable, right? Um, and the, the seeds are being planted and that type of thing. And it's just, you know, in my season and in my time, I keep showing up and it will show up. I will be generous with people, but I'm not going to have you here pocket watching me talking about I need to share all my wealth with you. No. No. But And so there there is a lower vibrational aspect of it, too. You know, all hands on deck, you, you're going to have to put in some of the work, too, to get there versus just passively, like, give me your money. No, I'm not a bitch. I'm not going to give you no money. Like type of thing. But, you know, even Jesus tried to tell y'all, oh, what the heck is this? Even Jesus tried to tell y'all, you know, the rich young ruler, he tried to tell him it's not about, you know, he thought he was going to have some secret formula. And it's like, if you want to be rich, sell your, your riches and give back to the poor. And y'all didn't want to hear it then, so I don't know how you're going to do an age of Aquarius because even when these women are telling you, it's like, well, what do we want? I talk about, I talk about what are the things that make a woman smile, right? And the things that make us smile is like, you know, the the virtues of life, you know, family, unity, um, community, um spaces where we get to eat together, right, the home, the domicile, spirituality, should be compassion, empathy, nurturing, right, and 
the same way y'all keep telling us, like, oh, we want you to teach you teach us how to be men, we're teaching you how to be masculine, right? And what it means to be a, a, a good leader and what true power means and what true democracy means. And y'all just don't like the answer. We're t- you, we're, you're asking, you're, we're giving you, you're asking us for something, and we're giving you what you asked for, but not what you wanted, apparently. And the, the, listen, it's 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 mapped out in the stars, so it's like, uh, you know, what's the point of fighting, fighting it? I didn't, I didn't put together the cosmos. I didn't orchestrate these you know, these things to unfold this way. We're heading towards Queen Bee energy. So enjoy the energy that you have. Learn from the women from now. Instill that in your sons. And even moving forward, the the, the men that are going to make it in the Queen Bee energy area, era, they're going to, those are the ones that have a serve a purpose. If they don't, if the males don't serve a purpose, um, they're gone. The the infrastructure and the grid that we have right now it's overpopulated with people that are don't have their hands on deck, you know, and they're not showing up the way that they need to, and contributing the way that they need to, whether they want to or not, right? And or in a lot of it. And here's another interesting thing too, right? Age of Pisces is about the victim, and I have to be careful with that too because it's in my moon. So in my in my more um and, and it actually now that I'm thinking about it it makes sense because um I talk a lot of, from a victim standpoint in my relationships right so moon has to do with your um most intimate relationships and so I talk a lot about the victimization of being cheated on and these men ain't shit right and I need to be careful with that but age of pisces is very much about like the victim and crying and you know, um, as if all of us don't have problems that we go through. Men and women have problems. Children have problems, right? All cultures, creeds have problems. Um, and some of us are a little bit more bitches about it. Like, you know, um, in the sense of like just perpetual victimhood. Including myself, y'all know every every chance I get, and a part of it has to do with the fixed Scorpio sign. If you cross us over, I will never let you forget that you crossed me over, never. And I hope I don't use my singer in the process. And I will lay in the cut to sing back <laughs> if I'm given the opportunity. But right when because because I understand my lower vibrational self, right, my lower frequency self. But the verb ver- perpetual victimhood, y'all, we need to be careful with that. We need to stop at that, including myself. Like, I need to stop reading my books backwards and just move forward. Like, tough nuts, tough tits, just move it, keep pushing it. And I think that when you – I think a lot of us are even collectively just not happy with the energy. We're tired, I think, when it comes to talking about men, like, we're tired about these men complaining about, you know – you are given the opportunity to come here in a masculine embodiment, you know, and if you see it as a curse, like, try to make the best out of it, you know, because there's pros to be had about it. It's a man's world, not for very much longer, but it's a man's world. Everything is stacked in your order, decked in your, in your favor. Like, you know, the rest of us, you don't think that we still have to get up and, you know, when I when I was talking about how Kamala was trying to appeal to women to come out and vote for her and 
pulling on our heartstrings when she ain't done a damn thing for women and her black people, but that's neither here nor there. Um, but, you know, and so who, and she, uh, Kamala was like, for all the people who are working three to five jobs and have children at home, who do you think she's talking to? Women. You don't think women would like to get equal pay so they could work one good job and spend time with their children and put food on their table and a roof over their head? No, they're out here with three and four and five jobs. They also have complications. We have high mortality rates when it comes to childbearing. You don't have to worry about childbirth. You know what I'm saying? It's like, and we're just like so collectively tired of the perpetual victimhood. Age of Aquarius is not putting up with that ish. Stop with the, the, the victimhood mentality. What's done is done and just push through it. And I know sometimes that sucks because, we will do, like, victim blaming and suck it up and don't, you know, st- stop crying. I get it. We've all been hurt. But don't virtue perpetually stay there. Don't stay stuck there. And that goes for myself, too. I'm a, you know, and, I, and I've had certain reminders. Like, let's start reading our chapters moving forward. Dealt with some, some, some you know, some messed up people in my past, and it is what it is. And I think even with my content, I've said enough of what I've had to say. I'm pretty much all cried out. You know, I've said everything I've had to say about how wrong they did me, how wrong they did by me. But maybe it's just time for us to all move on, too, and we all have victimhood in other areas. Age of Pisces is, is the lower vibrational side of it is just all just staying in the victimhood. And Age of Aquarius is about taking action having courage, setting yourself free, which was said in the article, but also in the oracle, personal liberation. But I implore of you that beyond beyond personal liberation, and some of us are a little bit behind the curve, I think including myself, but I think that um, the the, the download I got yesterday is really going to give me clarity, the clarity I needed moving forward. And now I can start to pick up the pace and now I can start to run and sprint, pick up the sprint a little bit because I was just kind of like sitting trying to figure out what is going on, a little bit of a recalibration process. But, but um, yeah, it, it's kind of it's time to, to let that go, you know. And um, the personal liberation part is learn to set yourself free. Cut away what doesn't serve you. And document that process because when you're done with that process, remember there's 800 other people that we have to save, right? That's what that oracle card that we pulled up, the mother, uh, the queen mother nanny, that goddess archetype encourages us to think about what are the other 800 people that we can set free because the same way we have chains, people have those chains. 800 other people that are depending on you to get this right. So, and because of how us women are, we're not going to necessarily do things for ourselves. I mean, for ourselves, we're going to do it for other people. But if I'm telling you there's 800 other people in your lifetime that are waiting for you to figure out how to liberate yourself so you can set them free and their life depends on it, yeah, we have our work to do. We have our work cut out for us. So now it's like, what if, what if, you know, part of our mission, I, I know we used to talk a lot about our mission, you know, and how do we figure out what mission is? Because a lot of us came into this divine feminine thing because of the twin flame thing, and we thought that our mission had to do with having a twin flame 
counterparts, right? But one of the most beautiful things I took away from the Twin Flame um, conversation was that we have a mission. And I remember my mind going, skirt? What? I love it. I love that concept, you know? And I love that community, but I feel like that was definitely a huge takeaway. What is our mission? You know, and, and so sometimes it can sound like mission is so difficult because what if mission has to do with money and power? No. What if the mission is setting yourself free so that you can self set other people free? And part of breaking the generational curses is you healing yourself, right, so that you can heal other people. And what if that is the reward and, and you can make money from doing that? Any Anytime you're in alignment with your calling, you better believe that you're going to be blessed um, in a in currency, energetic exchange. And I, that's why I don't like when people um, shame people who are wealthy either because they are at to some degree in alignment with what their calling is, whether we hate it, understand it or not. And so what if you get rewarded financially and get financial freedom for figuring out how to, it's almost like the tax system. I, I've been teaching my my niece not to have the negative views about the government the way that we do, because I understand how it how it um, how it works in tandem with the esoteric world. And once I started to understand the tax laws and how they're basically carrots or incentives for us to become entrepreneurs. Um, you better believe that's when I started to try to become even more entrepreneurial. Those, the, the fact that the rich people are taxed less, right, they pay more in taxes, but they're taxed less percentage-wise. A lot of us complain about taxes. Best way to get out of having to pay, ha, having to pay a higher percentage of taxes is to start your own business. So you better believe I, I started out my LLC. Hell yeah. <laughs> You better believe that put fire under my butt to go to work for myself and to have a side hustle. Absolutely. So in the in the spiritual world, it's kind of like, hey, figure out how to heal yourself. Figure out how to break these curses. Figure out how to make yourself happy. Figure out how to pursue your dreams. And if you do that, you're going to have an abundance of currency to make them become even more, like, beautiful dreams. All right, y'all. Y'all know I've been been hungry. I've been talking all morning. All yesterday, I started talking yesterday from 5 o'clock in the morning. Um, and it's just so interesting to me that sometimes I, I'm not going to lie, I did feel guilty for the downtimes, but I needed the downtime. And when it's the right time, you know, I'll have, and it is very much is my Jupiter um, energy is in Virgo. And so sometimes it can be, it's a very difficult placement because, um, no, my Jupiter is not in – yeah, I think it is. Um, I have to go back and look at my notes, but I want to say it is. And the re and, but even that with the Virgo rising and the, and the um, Pisces uh, south, south and north node, it's difficult. It, it's one of the most difficult places because you're dealing with expansion and constriction at the same time. And I've, I, I recently learned to, to, make it, to make it think about it like uh, giving contractions so it can be negative. Some people can say it's difficult, but if you look at it as contractions and giving birth to something, then it's like expanding and constricting. And so I will have 
I have to accept that there are moments, and I think that if you understand me a little bit better, you'll kind of understand that that that's how I will flow. Like, I will have moments where it's kind of like we're just kicking and kind of quiet moments and no, not very much uploads. And then, like, on a day like yesterday and today, it's just download after download after download, and it's the oracles that I haven't done for a long time, and it's the reviewing the articles that I haven't done for a long time, and it's, you can hear it in the way that I'm talking and speaking and presenting, and I'm up early in the morning at 5 o'clock doing it, and I wake up to this type of stuff, and and I, I'm on fire, and it's like, watch out, devil, because as soon as I hit the ground running, it's like the devil's like, oh, shoot, right? Devil meaning lower frequency, lower energy. Like, once I hit the ground, you know, there's a mug or T-shirt that says, like, be that type of woman that when you wake up, the devil says, uh, you know, when you wake up, the, the devil says, oh, no, she's um, going to hit the ground running. You know, like, that that's the kind of energy that it's in. To the point where, and, and I've been in this space before, it's like, I'm hungry and I need to eat, but the stuff needs to come out. And it's beautiful things, and um, both for you and for me. And very much, the same stuff I'm telling you guys, like, the way that this is healing me, and I can see that we need to do the oracles, because now that I kind of understand the assignment a little bit more, it's like we were on a little bit of a summer break, and now school is back in session, kids, and... Now we're we're going to get assignments, and we need to understand the downloads, and we're going to pull those oracles, and it's definitely going to help me because now I think I have clarity. Like, I couldn't figure out what I wanted to do. I was living off of passive income for a while, but you get to a point where it's you get bored, and that's how, like, how exactly how it's supposed to be. And so now I figured out, like, I want to do trading, right? And I know there's a part of me that has to do the oracles and stuff, and I know that um, I think I'm finally in that spot, you know, and then now I can kind of understand, like, how to balance out the yin and the yang, like, my feminine with the masculine, how do I take action, how do I move from an uh, empowered heart space, how do I have courage, um, and all those type of things, so, but yeah, I need to go back and remember what I started off on this, um, the title for this one, I think I was pretty much dragging, man, but by the time I go back in and get some bites in my in my tummy, I'm pretty sure I will remember what the title was. Because we were talking about, oh, yeah, I think we were talking about how um, men have been saying, like, well, our moms didn't teach us, and but they really did teach you, and they taught you the way of the future, but you just don't realize that yet, you know? Mm. Um. And I, I talked about how Mr. Let Go, when he gets to hell and has to deal with that purifying energy and him having, the, the reason it's going to burn so hot is because of all the impurities, right? And when he has to meet with the Mother Divine and she's like, the reason I set you in an environment where your mother was the head of household, and you got to see what love is a woman's breast and love is a woman's um, a womb, and for her to, to go through something to the point of giving you life and being the parent that stayed and, and teaching you the softer side of life, that should have brought you peace and joy and serenity and harmony and joy. And, yeah, your father 
gave the seed, but if he had stayed in your life, you would have become uh, even more rotten person and even more so depressed because he would have been up your ass to go out and be this type of archetype that doesn't, is not good for our grid. And you slander your mother and you spit in her face? Oh, no. You're going to sit in time out in this fiery pit of hell called Hades for a good thousand years, you demonic piece of shit. <laughs> you know? And you can kind of see where sometimes people, they don't understand their assignment because if he was always destined to, his Mercury, I don't know where his Mercury is, but obviously at some point he gravitated to where he's on a platform and he has a voice. And it's supposed to be a, a, a thing that's supposed to set other people free. Right? But instead of him appreciating where he came from, he got what he asked for. But he's so, um, and this is the thing, too. When you're a leader, sometimes we conflate the issue because we think that we want to be taught to be leaders to be like everybody else. You are taught, brought up as a leader, that means that you stand alone, and it's lonely at the top. So he's wanting to make it feel like, oh, my mom should have raised me to be like everybody else, when he was destined to be this person who has a platform and a voice and reach. And he was supposed to sit at the foot of his mother and think of all the different ways that she poured into him. Right? Showed up as love. You know, and and we talk a lot about how um, we, because of our lower vibrational standings, understandings, we identify to the to love as the good breast and the bad breast. And he identifies his mom as the bad breast because children who like when they bite on their mom, it's anger and aggression, right? And it's the anger and and I. I have a sibling that actually did this to my mom. He has put my mom through hell. He has tried to break up my parents, like even his own parents, like to that whole point. And he'll tell my dad to go marry a Hispanic woman. But that's the one that used to bite my mom. But he's a middle child. And so my mom was preoccupied with the household, cooking, cleaning, and taking care of the other kids. But with the biting of the breast and the bad breast, what we think is a bad breast is because Mom didn't come and feed us quick enough, and you see her feeding the other, taking care of the other siblings and cooking the meals, and she's away at work to put a roof over our head, which is love. And sometimes it's self-sacrificing, right? So to him, it's a bad breast because his views on her still being loving and being the mother that stayed and putting a roof over his head and being there for him in school and giving him life, which should be the biggest, none of us, once we have breath, should not ever have anything bad to say on our mom, right? Um, but, you know, and it, I guess some, some journeys are rougher than others. You know, as, as I speak, I, I have, you know, people in, in the, my circle that their mom was just never there. And it, and so, but it doesn't help because he has an eight-inch father either. 
and he's competing with his son, and he gets off on keeping his son below him. And, you know, and it's kind of like the same thing. All of us, because we're human at the same time, we, we, we all do this. But his dad is such an, such an ego that he's accomplished and he's made it and he's married and he has his kids. And his son is from a previous marriage, and the mom is not there. The mom is on drugs. She's been missing for, like, freaking three and four weeks. Um, but she was she hasn't been there to raise him, so he's been with his dad and his stepmom. And so, but the, the, the dad gets off, um, and the mom is just, the stepmom is just as bad, too, because it's not her, quote-unquote, biological child. So she looks out for just her children, and this little boy, they call him lazy every chance they get. They don't pour into him. They treat him like shit, okay? I'm thinking of, I, I don't know, I, I kind of want to add him to my list of God kids. Um, but I, at this point, I have six God kids, y'all. But again, it, it, you know, may Mother Divine bless me with the capacity to, to bless 800 people the way that I need to. And I'm even like, I'm going to cry to have, like... <laughs> But his dad gets off on the idea that he's better than his son. And instead of pouring into his son and being like, listen, come work with me at my job. Let me get you into this place. I have a connection. Let me, this is my son, my flesh, and my blood. I know that I'm not with his mom, but let me show up for him. Let me, let me make sure that he's better than me. Like, but he gets off on treating his son like shit. And I say that because we talk a lot about how there's this dynamic where a lot of us, I say as a collective, wanted our fathers to be there. But it's a blessing he wasn't there because he would have taught us bad traits. And I get it. I had my dad in the home, you know, and I've talked about this before, too. Some of my brothers, the way they chose to play out their life, you would have never known that they had a father in the home. Good role model and citizen. I talk about how. He never, he always held that bar for them to excel, right? Sometimes I think with, with men, they get to a certain age and then they start to fall off, you know? But my dad always kept, like, that standard of, like, um, let them compete with me in a healthy way to challenge them. So it's like, I, I I've done a podcast on that one, and I'm not going to try to – I'm already over 30 minutes, and sometimes it's like I'll know when I'm in the zone because my eyes will be closed, and then I'll open, and it's been a while since that happened. So I'm back in that space again, and this is like my third upload. So we were looking at about maybe almost close to three hours today. Um, but – and so here it is. It's like, don't you know that I blessed you, like, the gift of life and – you know, when you think about sitting at, at, at someone's footsteps and learning, everything that he needed to use on his platform now, right, but he wanted to be taught to be like everyone else or to be like the rich young ruler and to take on more power when his voice was to be used to help other people to become a better version of themselves and to explain what it was to be on the receiving hand of what is true love and to... um encourage other men to appreciate that aspect of life and to become better people as a, and he spit in the face of mother divine with that 
special place in hell for him. Like, he's going to Hades. And I'm saying that as a whole entire black woman um, that is tapped into Mother Divine. <laughs> I, have no, I have no qualms talking about that, you know? I have the most prettiest birds. I don't know. Let me turn out if they're singing. Can you hear them? They're just, they're just out. There they go. I think they have babies. Those are babies. That's why they're so protective. Ah, they have little babies. Those are baby ones. And so they're just checking, like, why I'm still here. And so the the mama one, you can tell she's, because the little babies are kind of freaking out. Those are the ones in here right now. And then there's the one right here. It's just keeping keeping an eye on me. It's at the forefront. And I kind of scared them a little bit when I pulled the window down. So let me let them go back to doing their family life, and I'll go dust my face. Like I said, let's see what the rest of today holds. Um... But I'm definitely in the zone. <laughs> All right, y'all. So I will catch you all on the flip side.